Welcome to Coffee with Christ. I'm your host, Nicole Jones, and you are listening to episode 42. This is a place where we set everything down, read some scripture, and listen to what God might be trying to say to us through His Word. Hopefully, it's a time marked on your calendars each day. If not, you have come to a great place to start making an appointment with Him. I truly believe God's Word changes people. It changes us verse by verse and chapter by chapter. It's a magnificent and marvelous thing, these ancient words that were written for us and have stood the test of time. I read from the New Living Translation, and you can follow along in your Bible, but my hope is that you'll just listen because that's how God's people heard it when it was brand new. Occasionally, I might write something about what I learned during my time with God. You can find those thoughts on coffeewithchrist.org. I'll put a link in the show notes in case you're interested. We are in the home stretch with only seven more episodes in the Genesis series. I would love to hear how I can better serve you in our next series, so I've included a link in the show notes to a quick survey. Let's get started with a few minutes of quiet. This will help you slow down, settle in, clear the clutter, and breathe. Greet God the way you would an old friend, and then use the next few minutes to listen in the quiet.
Yesterday, we celebrated with Joseph as God redeemed his situation and placed him in the second highest position in the land. It was wonderful. However, as the chapter closed, we saw the heartache and grief still in his heart through the names of his children, Manasseh and Ephraim. Let's continue to find out what happened in this story of famine in Genesis chapter 42. When Jacob heard that grain was available in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why are you standing around looking at one another? I've heard there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy enough grain to keep us alive. Otherwise, we'll die. So Joseph's ten older brothers went down to Egypt to buy grain, but Jacob wouldn't let Joseph's younger brother, Benjamin, go with them for fear some harm might come to him. So Jacob's sons arrived in Egypt along with others to buy food, for the famine was in Canaan as well. Since Joseph was governor of all Egypt and in charge of selling grain to all the people, it was to him that his brothers came. When they arrived, they bowed before him with their faces to the ground. Joseph recognized his brothers instantly, but he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. "'Where are you from?' he demanded. "'From the land of Canaan,' they replied. "'We've come to buy food.' Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they didn't recognize him, and he remembered the dreams he'd had about them many years before. He said to them, You are spies. You've come to see how vulnerable our land has become. No, my lord, they explained. Your servants have simply come to buy food. We are all brothers, members of the same family. We're honest men, sir. We are not spies. Yes, you are, Joseph insisted. You have come to see how vulnerable our land has become. Sir, they said, there are actually 12 of us. We, your servants, are all brothers, sons of a man living in the land of Canaan. Our youngest brother is back there with our father right now, and one of our brothers is no longer with us. But Joseph insisted, as I said, you are spies. This is how I will test your story. I swear by the life of Pharaoh that you will never leave Egypt unless your youngest brother comes here. One of you must go and get your brother. I'll keep the rest of you here in prison. Then we'll find out whether or not your story is true. By the life of Pharaoh, if it turns out that you don't have a younger brother, then I'll know you are spies. So Joseph put them all in prison for three days. On the third day, Joseph said to them, I am a God-fearing man. If you do as I say, you will live. If you really are honest men, choose one of your brothers to remain in prison. The rest of you may go home with grain for your starving families, but you must bring your youngest brother back to me. This will prove that you are telling the truth and you will not die. To this, they agreed. Speaking among themselves, they said, Clearly, we are being punished because of what we did to Joseph long ago. We saw his anguish when he pleaded for his life, but we wouldn't listen. That's why we're in this trouble. Didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy, Reuben asked, but you wouldn't listen, and now we have to answer for his blood. Of course, they didn't know that Joseph understood them, for he had been speaking to them through an interpreter. Now he turned away from them and began to weep. When he regained his composure, he spoke to them again. Then he chose Simeon from among them and had him tied up right before their eyes. 
Joseph then ordered his servants to fill the men's sacks with grain, but he also gave secret instructions to return each brother's payment at the top of his sack. He also gave them supplies for their journey home. So the brothers loaded their donkeys with the grain and headed for home. But when they stopped for the night and one of them opened his sack to get grain for his donkey, he found his money in the top of the sack. Look, he exclaimed to his brothers, my money has been returned. It's here in my sack. Then their hearts sank. Trembling, they said to each other, what has God done to us? When the brothers came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan, they told him everything that had happened to them. The man who was governor of the land spoke very harshly to us, they told him. He accused us of being spies scouting the land. But we said, We are honest men, not spies. We are twelve brothers, sons of one father. One brother is no longer with us, and the youngest is at home with our father in the land of Canaan. Then the man who is governor over the land told us, This is how I will find out if you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers here with me and take grain for your starving families and go on home. But you must bring your youngest brother back to me. Then I will know you are honest men and not spies. Then I will give you back your brother and you may trade freely in the land. As they emptied out their sacks, there in each man's sack was the bag of money he had paid for the grain. The brothers and their father were terrified when they saw the bags of money. Jacob exclaimed, You are robbing me of my children. Joseph is gone, Simeon is gone, and now you want to take Benjamin too? Everything is going against me. Then Reuben said to his father, You may kill my two sons if I don't bring Benjamin back to you. I'll be responsible for him, and I promise to bring him back. But Jacob replied, My son will not go down with you. His brother Joseph is dead, and he is all I have left. If anything should happen to him on your journey, you would send this grieving, white-haired man to his grave. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Put yourself in Joseph's sandals. Remember your most painful betrayal. What would it feel like to have your betrayer come to you for help? How would you respond? Joseph remembered the dreams he had had about his brothers years before. As he saw the dream fulfilled, what do you think was going through his mind? What would be going through yours?
how do you need to respond in light of this passage? Thanks for listening to this 40-second episode of Coffee with Christ. If you want to stay encouraged or hear about other resources, you can find me on Instagram at coffee.with.christ or on Facebook at Coffee with Christ. Have a great day and be sure to tune in tomorrow for our next episode.